Next on BYU Sports Nation, the pros pro. Which current or former BYU athlete will be the next to make a major professional jump? BYU's major leaguer Jacob Brugman joins us from Miami, plus BYU baseball's top draft prospect Brock Hale tells us where he expects to be picked. Plus, Eric Mika's latest draft prediction, All-America honors for BYU runners, and a kid's takeover in Studio B with Between the Lines. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live on a Tuesday. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. June 13th, wherever and however you are dialed in, it's great to have you with us once again. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with brand-new Portuguese soccer broadcaster, Jerem Jordan. When uh, a missionary comes home, we say they're fluent. That's not actually true. Conversationally fluent. Your conversation, yeah. People are like, oh, you could broadcast sports? No. I know how to say baptism and uh, Book of Mormon, <laughs> but not the verbs associated with calling a game. Come but not on. slots one home into the upper 90. Yeah. Uh, didn't learn those in the Emmy in Sao Paulo. That's why you picked that up now and are preparing. I did. As was apparent yesterday. With one of the most impressive things that I have ever heard oh. a scene you do. I did yell a uh, word in English. Yes, you did. It is a multi-language word. Goal. <laughs> Isn't it funny how Squad certain, goals. certain words just, they obliterate language lines. Yes, obliterate. Didn't learn that one in Portuguese either. They carry over. And it was in... The spirit of Ashley Hatch and what she did for Team USA's right. under-23 squad in a 2-1 to win against Sweden. That's right. Hatch scored the opening goal in the 18th minute. Mm, so and good. And Jerem Jordan celebrated oh, like no other. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Ashley uh, responded to the Insta clip, the video that we sent out from BYU Sports Nation, said that was impressive. Yeah. So Ashley weighing in from Sweden. That's cool. If you missed the show yesterday, Jerem, without taking a breath, Yelled the word goal at a pitch I have never heard anybody else conjure up. You, you've called games with Natalie Lewis for three years. And for we're 20, talking, what are you talking about? 24 seconds without <laughs> taking a breath. 24 seconds. And not, lots of you could do this. Like that? I don't know, man. Walking around the desk in Studio B, hands raised. I was excited. <laughs> It's USA U23. That's basically the second highest team in uh, USA Women's I'm with Ashley. That was very impressive, Jerem. I appreciate that. Take it for what it is. I do. Almost as impressive what the Warriors pulled off last night in the NBA Finals. more impressive. Or was it? Are you sure? Yeah, or was it? (laughs) I'm shocked that Kevin Durant could lead a 73-9 Warriors team to the title the next year. I'm just – I didn't – Think he could do it. The Warriors won? (laughs) Gas? Wait, what? Amazing how two MVPs in the NBA that play on the same team and four All-Stars will give you a competitive advantage in a place like the NBA Finals. We haven't seen this in a while. I mean, the 80s, like Lakers versus Celtics, both teams were stacked. Like, the Warriors are stacked. Like, what? They're stacked. This is how it used to be. A little more often. Those teams had big threes, right? Generally, it's the big three. Well, the Warriors have no, a big four. You had more than three. Like, Dennis Johnson plus Parrish McCalen Bird. Like, and Bill Walton's 
sitting on the bench. Danny Ainge is like a top 30 player in the league. Those teams are really good, man. Really good. Not I'm to not saying they weren't. Yeah. I'm just saying they're not the Warriors. Just, they they didn't just, have two MVPs on the same team. It's just funny to hear people like, the Warriors. I'm like, that is capitalism. Congratulations, you, you did what you're supposed to do. That, that is capitalism. No one's like, Apple, so annoying. They made so much money. It's like, yeah, that's their prerogative. <laughs> Bill Simmons, the Warriors are smarter than everyone else. Why should they be? They why shouldn't they be applauded for well, that? Well, and they drafted right. Yeah. Yeah. They drafted they, three of those dudes. They put themselves in a good place. But you know what? Basketball's over. Basketball, Basketball is officially is over. over, which brings us one day closer to this. Countdown to the Vikings. 74. I think it should have been 74. No? 75. 75. Yes, this coming from the... Mar- I. I've been watching a lot Middle-aged of Marshawn in Studio B. I've been watching a lot of Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> like, they never understand me when I go through Wendy's. I'm like, give me the foe, foe. they're like, what? Come on. Let's go. Keep up. <laughs> Keep up. Yes. And bring on the headlines, please. End this. It's your BYU Sports Nation <laughs> headlines. Shea Collinsworth and Rory Linkletter named first-team All-Americans by the U.S. Track and Field and Cross-Country Association. Six more Cougars earned second-team All-America honors and nine named honorable mention. Congratulations to all involved. Eric Mika worked out for the Atlanta Hawks over the weekend in a pre-draft workout. Mika's the 82nd player ranked in the DraftExpress.com Top 100 updated this morning. And the NBA draft is a week from Thursday. Have you seen his beard lately? Flash. Have you seen his beard? Yeah. How do you feel about it? It's classic, right? <laughs> it's classic, Eric. It's, it's post. It's a good uh, answer. Not Eric. It's post. I don't have to shave BYU guy. Yeah. <laughs> expected. Hey, ja- that's me on vacay. Jacob Brugman is clean shaven. Back in action with the Oakland A's tonight at the Miami Marlins. 7-10 Eastern. Brugman batting 375 through four games. The Batcat alumnus. We'll join BYU Sports Nation next segment. We're going to talk to him. Let's hope he has more luck on that field than BYU football did in 2014. Okay. And the Major League Baseball draft continues today with rounds 3 through 10. Left-handed pitcher Seth Corey, who is a BYU signing, is expected to be taken. Corey's the 39th best remaining prospect, 105 overall, according to MLB.com, the home of baseball. And BYU outfielder Brock Hale, also expected to be drafted, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Uh, well, definitely one of the two days. He will also join us on today's show. So we load up on baseball today, baby. Brugman and Hale. Yeah, not hard to rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The pros pro. Jacob Brugman is the latest BYU alumnus to make a notable jump in the professional ranks, and he did it the hard way. A 17th round pick by the Oakland Athletics in 2013, a guy who methodically and consistently produced positive results for four years, making his way from the ranks of single-A baseball all the way up to his professional debut with the A's last Friday. Brugman then proceeded to go 6-for-16 in that series at Tampa Bay, two runs batted in, made a spectacular play, defensively in the outfield, and in the final game of the series, led off the batting lineup. Not bad for a rookie, right? That was amazing. We'll talk to Jacob in about eight minutes, but until then, let's test the minds of BYU Sports Nation. Channel your inner oracle and answer today's professional 
Twitter question. Which current or former BYU athlete will be the next to make a significant professional jump? Okay. In the spirit of Jakob Brugman, use hashtag BYUSN. It's interesting because we are essentially saying, hey, look, four or five years out and who's going to be It could be, be someone who is a pro now. It yeah, could, exactly. Could, current or former, right? At uh, Sports Bystander, Harvey Longy. He's at a winning organization that believes in him. Enough That's that they answer. made him the highest paid undrafted free agent. How about that? Okay, I, I go along the same vein, but it's a current Cougar. The guy's still in college. He's, he's a star here. I think he'll be a star at the next level. In my opinion, he's the only projected BYU NFL draft pick next year. That man is Fred Warner. Kavanoi type, we've been saying that for a while. He is, he is a playmaker. His size for a linebacker is really good. 6'4", 230, ball hawk, six career interceptions, also involved with six fumbles, eight pass breakups. He's great in coverage, excellent in space, 177 career tackles, 86 last year. I expect 100-plus this year from Fred Warner if he stays healthy. I, I think Fred needs to increase his sack totals. He had five and a half two years ago, one, only one and a half last year, although his tackle for loss numbers are solid. I think Fred Warner is a, a good NFL draft prospect for BYU that could be a starter in the NFL in a couple of years. I'll tell you why that's a great pick, Jerem. Because he's consistent. He is. Since his freshman year, he got hurt, but we've been seeing him make a bunch of plays. In fact, Elias Tuyaki said, we can put him out on coverage, man-to-man, we can zone drop him, blitz him, everything. His versatility is fantastic. He's consistently great. And look at the guys that have been that way. Whether it be Kyle Van Noy or Fred Warner or the guy that I'm going with on the PGA Tour. Daniel Summerhays. And some of you say, wait, he's been on the PGA Tour for a while. He's already really good. You can always make a jump up. Yes. And for Daniel, there are a couple of notable barriers that he has yet to break through. How many guys have the Golden Bear, the greatest golf champion in the history of the sport, in their corner? Jack Nicklaus spoke with Daniel Summerhays, and Summerhays joined BYU Sports Nation last week to share with us what the golf legend told him on the 18th and final green of the Memorial Tournament. You're going to be back in this position soon enough. He's like, your game is good, game's strong. He's like, it's only a matter of time. How do you not feel like you're ready to tackle the golf world when the best of the best says, I like your game, and you're going to be back? It's pretty good. 18 top 10 finishes in Daniel Summerhay's PGA Tour career. And our stat of the day highlights two of them. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Two of Daniel Summerhay's top ten finishes happened in majors last season at the PGA Championship. Finished third. Earned a healthy paycheck for that. And in the U.S. Open, finished tied for eighth. He's right there. He's right there from taking the next step as a professional. 90th in the overall world golf rankings. He's never won a PGA Tour event. He's finished second twice. I just told you how close he was in two majors. He's on the cusp of doing something special, Jerem. He'll win tournaments. like that. That's the next. That's, that's the that's, leap you're talking about? That's the next step. He's going to win tournaments. Within the next five years, Daniel Summerhays will be a major champion in golf. Ooh, a major champion. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I, I think so, too. He's right there. Um, hey, opportunity this weekend, right? He finished tied for eighth last year. U.S. Open. Let's go. Uh, Fred Warner, to me, the jump would be to be a starter in the NFL. Just playing in the NFL would be fine. But to make kind of the leap, start in the NFL. And I think he can do that. Not 
Uh, as a rookie, that would be pretty good. I think in the next two to three years. Who do you think is the next to make a significant professional jump? Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. It's Twitter time. At Twiggier Stone, I'm not surprised to see this one come in very quickly. Jamal Williams has a good offense. Defenses will not be able to key on him, and he will get good blocks. Great situation for production. Oh, it's a fantastic situation. I, I think Jamal's going to thrive, and what, quickly. What is the next professional jump for him? I mean, is it to be the starter for the Packers? Oh, it's to be a significant contributor in the NFL. Yeah. that You don't have to start to be that guy. You don't have to be the starting running back to be a significant contributor. I'm excited to watch NFL football this year because the number of BYU players involved is growing. Okay? Guys that are in the league. Well, you have skill position players now. Yes. I've missed those. It's fun. Besides Dennis. Coming up, BYU Baseball's Brock Hale joins us to discuss today's Major League Draft and where he expects to be called. But first, former Cougar and current big leaguer Jacob Brugman calls in. What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation happening right this very millisecond on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. You know the drill. Use the hashtag BYUSN when you respond. Next Friday is BYU Football Media Day, June 23rd, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We have a litany of tremendous programs coming up from State of the Program, BYU Sports Nation 2-Hour Dish from 12 to 2, Lavelle Edwards, the coaching tree, web chat. It's going to be a great day. Hang out with us June 23rd. Our Twitter question today, which current or former BYU athlete will be the next to make a significant professional jump at kip kent tweets in the obvious choice is eric mika but i'm going with ben patch Mm. he's elite on the court and i think his cool style would even fit the beach scene yeah patch has already kind of taken a step forward right in world league play last weekend fantastic as a rookie would he be a beach volleyball star could you see him in that arena i don't think he passes well enough to be a beach volleyball star that is a must because there are only two dudes. Yeah, it's harder for opposites who generally are hidden in the serve-receive game to thrive on the beach, just generally. Joining ben us can n- improve it. Yeah, joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is a man who has made a significant professional jump in the last week, Jacob Brugman, member of the Oakland Athletics. Jacob, nice to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. You bet. How would you explain your emotions during your Major League debut last weekend? That's hard to explain. Uh, you dream about it your whole life as a kid, and, you know, when it finally happened, uh, really I was forcing myself just to stay calm. Uh, I didn't want to get too jittery. I didn't want to get too jumpy at the plate, so I, I was forcing myself with every ounce I had to stay even keeled. Um, <clears throat> it was crazy. Four years ago, uh, you were on BYU TV playing for the Cougars, and uh, Friday we got to watch you in the majors. So let's let's rewind a little bit. When did you get the call, and what was your reaction to that call? That hey, I'm I'm going to the show. Um, it was in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, our AAA team from the Nashville Sounds were playing there, and uh, they called me in the office after the game. Uh, I th- I thought I was going to review some video and kind of just, you know, chat with my hitting coach. And 
you know, we started talking. They set it up like it was a normal little, you know, um, meeting of looking over your numbers and stuff. But then my manager came in, Ryan Christensen, and, you know, laid it on me. And I, I didn't believe him at first. Uh, I was shocked because I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, it just turned into one of the best days of my life. Yeah, can you imagine? Hey, you're getting called up April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of yeah? What kind of nerves did you feel when you arrived at Tropicana Field on Friday? Oh man, it was it was very uh, very. Um, I, I just I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know uh, how to act. Um, I, you you kind of just walk with the tail between your legs and and just uh, hope for the best. Um, I was I was pretty nervous, but again, I, I really forced myself to to keep an even keel and I thought I did a pretty good job of that um but all in all it was, it was nice to have some friends there on the team that I've known for a while so that that helped a lot also you start uh batting ninth and then eighth and then seventh and then <laughs> and then you lead off um what was it like to climb in the order uh that was uh it was crazy uh, I let I let off all this year in the minor leagues and last year so um, I'm not, I'm used to it, um, but obviously not used to that at the major league level. So, uh, I remember I walked up to the plate and the catcher, Derek North, uh, said, you're a third day and you're already getting the lead off. And I was like, I guess so. There's <laughs> big leaguers right here. And, you know, I'm, I'm in Tropicana field. I'm the first batter of the game looking around i'm like oh man what, what what's going on uh <laughs> but you know it, it's it's all fun and you know all the guys are nice everyone's respectful and they're they're all professionals so it makes it kind of a a fun transition were you surprised at how dialed in not just your teammates were to your rise among the ranks and being a rookie but a guy like eric norris realizing what what you were doing yeah, I mean, they all. Everyone knows that it's my first first few games, and and you know they all make sure to. Well, when I'm on base, they will make sure to say like congrats, and and you know they make it makes it feel a little easier, um, knowing that these guys understand what I'm going through, and and they also you know give a little congrats, and and that feels good. How did you? Um... Maybe you didn't change your plate approach, but uh, that that first day you go 0 for 4, but then you go 6 for 12 the next three games, including that doubleheader uh, Saturday. What was it like to to bat 500 during that three game stretch? Um, you know, you just it's the same game, and that's what everyone told me. They said it's the same game. Don't don't uh, think about it too much. And so what I did was I just went out there, acted like it was a normal day at the field, like I've been doing my whole life, and. Stick, stick to my approach. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to do too much and, and get out of your your approach. And that's when things go wrong. So, I really just stuck to my game. And you know, when you do that and stay consistent, things happen. You've been a professional for four years now. Football players talk about the game slowing down. How does that apply to your experience now in the major leagues? Well, the with. The heightened emotions and adrenaline you get when you're in your first few games, um, I would say the game speeds up a little bit because <laughs> you know you're a little scatterbrained and, and things are going quick. Uh, when you know emotionally, you gotta make sure you keep yourself in check. So 
I noticed that it has slowed down just a tad bit. Um, you know, the last game I was able to, you know, after the first three, I was I was able to get in a groove and and then it started slowing down a little bit there. But at first, it was fast. Uh, one play that was particularly fast was uh, when you were playing left field and you had a nice uh, snag out there. You jumped up and uh, grabbed it. It was a great catch. What was that play like? That was uh, that was really fun. It, that's when adrenaline takes over and you just uh, you kind of let the natural talent take over. You don't really think about what's going on. You just see the ball and you run down, run it down, kind of like a dog. You know, you see a ball and you go and get it with everything <laughs> you got. Um, that's kind of how you got to approach it, you know, or like a receiver going to just get the ball. Just go go get it and catch it no matter what. And you have that attitude and mentality and good things will happen. And, you know, I just I ran it down and jumped and got it. That's one of my favorite explanations ever. <laughs> I've, never, yeah, I've never heard that with baseball. It's just you're like a dog. Go get it. <laughs> Jacob Brugman with us. Newest member of the Oakland Athletics and coming off a fantastic weekend in Tampa Bay, now in Miami, enjoying the Florida experience in the show. It's a long road to get to this point, and I'm sure there have been days or nights where you're like, what am I doing? Am I going to make it? How do you stay motivated through those hard times to be able to get to a point like this? I mean, you said it. you really have those nights where you're just like, what am I doing? Where am I? What day is it? <laughs> and then, and, and am I ever going to make it? And uh, it's really a grueling experience, but what you have to do is just stay positive and, and have that mindset that I'm going to be there. I'm going to make it. I just got to keep working and turn these down times into fun times and experiences. And that's what helps me is, and also what helped me is my family. I've had my wife and my daughter with me through a lot of it. And to be able to come out home from a game, 0 for 5, you know, I'm sucking it up. I come home, walk through the door, there's my little girl. And it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's a, that was a huge help for me to get through that whole process. A lot of cold pizza and bus rides. That's, that, that's what gets you through. <laughs> um, how did BYU help prepare you to make it to the majors? You know, BYU kept it professional. Uh, they they ran it like it, it was like a business, and, you know, we try to win. They really instilled winning. You know, in high school, yeah, you want to win games, sure, but BYU, it's, it's a bigger st- scale. So, um, you know, Coach Law and Coach Littlewood really pushed me to win, to want to win, to want to get better, and to want to get to the major leagues. And they both, as coaches, really helped me in all aspects of the game, on and off the field. Um, and so I'm, I'm just very grateful for that experience at BYU, especially with the coaching staff that I had. Oakland A's left fielder, Jacob Brugman on BYU Sports Nation. What kind of uh, communication have you had with your former coaches, Coach Law and Coach Littlewood, since getting the call up? Uh, I think um, it, the news leaked a little early. Um, and Coach Littlewood, I remember texting me and said, I'm hearing rumors. Did you get called up or not? Um, and so I called him right away that night and talked to him a little bit about it. But, you know, I, I got messages from everyone, and, you know, I'm so grateful for all of that and all the support I've had from friends and family and high school coaches. And, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a really nice thing to, to hear from. 
Today's day two of the Major League Baseball draft. BYU hopes to have some guys drafted, several. Uh, maybe the top prospect from the Cougars is Brock Hale, who we'll talk to in the next segment. What advice would you give to a guy like Brock or any BYU guy hoping to be drafted and then to try and make it to the majors? Uh, my advice, in my situation, I was a little later in the draft. So obviously I would say don't pay too much attention to where you get drafted, what round and what matters is what you do on the field. So you could be a, seventh, a 50th rounder or you could be a first rounder, but what you do on the field is most important. And just to, you know, right away believe that you belong and, you know, don't let go of the dream of becoming a Major League Baseball player. Okay, you've been in the minors for a while. What's the best thing about being in the majors now? Uh, <laughs> a lot of things are... Much better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a number of things. And one that stands out, because I'm standing in a hotel right now, that's amazing. Um, and I would say the whole, the whole professionalism about it, the nice hotels, the plane rides, just the, the top-notch um, quality of profession here. It's, it's, they take care of us, and it really makes you feel like you matter. Um, so that's, that's a huge thing. Hey, you've earned it. No more worrying if there's going to be shampoo and conditioner in your next hotel room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great stuff, Jacob. Um, before you go, I want to ask you, uh, what are some of the memorable shout-outs you have received from mentors and players and fans over the last few days? Oh, man, so many. Uh, you know, I, my high school coach Stan Lukatic, he uh, he was a huge part of my success in in growing up and my development, and I have to attribute a lot of who I am to him. Um, and you know, he he messaged me and called me, and also his wife, and they're just really special to me. So that was a big big one, and you know, just just all my family and friends really. That's. That's what counts. Um, you know, it's, it's just special to have the support. Athletics, Marlins tonight, seven ten Eastern. You going to be there, Jacob? <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We'll be watching. Hey, it's great to talk to you, man. It's been a lot of fun to uh, watch you make your way up into the major leagues, and we wish you the best. We'll give you some BYU Sports Nation karma now for your upcoming series. And uh, do, right. do our part from Studio B, but uh, congratulations wholeheartedly, man, on, on sticking with it. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You got it. Jacob Brugman on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. It's just cool to see a guy get up to the major leagues because BYU baseball has produced a lot of good players. But recently there's been kind of a struggle to get to the next level. I'm not talking in the minors. BYU's got a, a litany of fantastic players in the minors right now. But to get to the show, that's the goal, right, to get all the way up. So it's great that Jacob Brugman is that guy that broke through for BYU baseball. First guy in eight years to get the call up. Fantastic. Well, and the humility involved there, you know, it's, it's, he's very genuine in his expression of it's much different to be playing at this level. Yeah, the Four Seasons is better than the Best Western, right, in uh, Omaha or whatever. <laughs> or the Motel 6. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it is what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he's earned it.
Up next on BYU Sports Nation, Father's Day special with Between the Lines. But first, Brock Hale joins the show to talk about Major League Baseball draft possibilities. Back-to-back ballers. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, national simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. We just talked to the latest BYU Major Leaguer, Jacob Brugman. That's right. Jacob Brugman was on. If you want to hear that conversation, what how he got the call-up to the majors, what it's been like, what the difference is with the majors, how BYU's helped him. You can download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and, of course, download the free BYU TV or BYU radio apps. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines, Shea Collinsworth and Rory Linkletter named first-team All-Americans by the U.S. Track and Field and Cross-Country Association. Six more Cougars earned second-team All-America honors with nine Garnering honorable mentions. That's a great verb, Spencer. You love that word. Eric Mika, I know other people that love that word. Eric Mika worked out for the Atlanta Hawks over the weekend in a pre-draft workout. Mika's the 82nd player ranked in DraftExpress.com's Top 100, updated this morning. The NBA draft is next Thursday. We just spoke with Jacob Brugman. He's hanging out in Miami, back in action with the Oakland A's tonight, 7-10 Eastern. Brugman batting 375 through his first four Major League games Really intriguing stuff from a very humble guy who has worked hard and made his way up to the big show in four years. And the Major League Baseball draft continues today with rounds 3 through 10. In fact, at the top of the hour, left-handed pitcher Seth Corey expected to be taken. He's a BYU signee from Lone Peak High School locally. Have you, have you heard of Lone Peak? Uh, yeah. Corey is the 39th best remaining prospect, 105th according to MLB.com overall. BYU outfielder Brock Hale expected to be drafted today or early tomorrow. It's funny how it works out when we announce something like that. That that guy is in Studio B. Brock Hale, welcome back to the show, Brock. How's it going? Great. How are you doing? Yeah, how are you? I'm excited, nervous. You know, a lot of everything. There's a lot of emotions this, going on. This interview is not going to be that bad. It's going to be yeah. okay. Do you have oh, to, oh! Yeah, this is, this is the least of it right here. <laughs> I was looking forward to this. Okay, okay. Do you have service in here? Are you sure you can get text messages? Pull out phone right now and make sure. I hope. Let's see. Is this, is this a situation where... Yeah, we got Wi-Fi. We're you got, good. Okay. okay, you're good. Is this good. a situation where if you get a call like during this interview from a number you don't have that you need to pick it up? Because uh, it could be something. Probably. Yeah, I, I'd probably be out here pretty quick. I don't know. And, that, and we'd, we've be totally, we'd be <laughs> totally fine that, with that. Yeah. That could happen. Right? I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, but if that were to happen, yeah, I mean, I would definitely answer it. Uh, I apologize. This, this, this is the Yankees. Uh, we'd like you to replace Aaron Judge. She's not that good. Uh, we'd like you to uh, come up immediately. Oh, my goodness. Got to grow like nine inches first. For <laughs> the emotions of today are uh, palpable for sure. When do you expect to get that call and to be drafted you know it's I mean it's really hard to say because I mean you'll hear different things here and there but um I mean obviously the goal is to go top 10 that's for me that's that's my goal and uh but you you never know I mean it's so unpredictable you don't know when people are going to call you don't know like how you match up on the big board with teams and stuff like that and so you know I mean it's it's just really up in the air I mean I I really I want to say I could go top 10 like I I feel like with my season stuff, I, I think I, uh, I did that. But I mean, you just never know like how they're thinking. You know, you you just don't know. It's weird. What matters more to you uh, when you go in the draft? Because there's obvious compensation associated with the bonus from that pick. Yeah, being a top round or top who, ten round or draft what pick. team drafts you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, whatever team drafts me, that's gonna be that's my favorite team. You know, 
you know, the other guys took a chance on me. But, um, like, obviously, you know, n- no one wants to get signed for nothing. I mean, you'd want to, you know, get more compensation. But, I mean, team-wise, it, it, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, my passion is to play baseball. If it's for the Yankees, Dodgers, I'm, you know, it doesn't matter to me. Jacob Brugman just told us that his bit of advice for a guy like you and other guys that are hoping to make the jump is not to worry so much about when you get drafted. He's a 17th round guy, mm-hmm. and now he's playing for the big club after four years of consistently producing. So how do you stay in that mindset where it's like, okay, y- you want to be drafted in the top 10 rounds, but that doesn't happen. It's nice to have a guy like that show you that it can be done. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stories about guys, you know, who didn't go very high, but, you know, they make it to the big leagues and stuff like that. So um, I think that's, you know, kind of the biggest thing in the mindset is just that, um, you know, I think, you know, wherever I've been, you know, I've been able to exceed expectations. And, I mean, it's not like I came in here, you know, being a big recruit, but, you know, I was able to produce and have a good season. And, and I, I just have the confidence that, you know, if I, you know, get that chance to play that, you know, there's always a chance, you know, for me to get better. And I, I just feel like I'm getting started. And, I mean, I've been back from my mission not even two years yet. And, you know, I'm still getting better. i still got things to work on and improve. And, uh, yeah, it's just about getting in the system and, you know, being able to prove that, you know, I can hang with those guys and, you know, make it to the MLB like, you know, Jacob Brugman. Do you want to make the jump or does it – do you want to do that no matter what or does it depend where you get drafted? Um, so that's, that's the other thing. I mean, I'm more leaning towards, you know, going in the draft um, – it would have to be something very, very low for me not to. Because um, obviously, like, I, you know, I want to get my education. But uh, this is, you know, an opportunity that, you know, doesn't, you know, present itself very often and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm more leaning towards, you know, just going to the draft and, uh, you know, just having that, you know, having that experience and, you know, trying to take as as far and as long as I can. Now, that's an interesting dynamic when you get drafted early out of college balancing professional baseball and you said that it's still important to you to to finish your degree so what what kind of things are in place for a professional baseball player to be able to do that to, to still get a degree but focus on you know the baseball yeah I mean I know some guys do it differently I know they uh, a lot of times like with guys who are either in high school that or come out of college at their junior year um, they kind of have a plan um, with your signing bonus or in your contract about you know your education that you can come back whenever you're done. Or I know even some guys might do it, you know, like a semester in the off season. I mean, I really don't know a ton about, you know, which, you know, what's the best option or when it is. But um, I think if I were to, the way I would to do it, would just be, you know, focus wholeheartedly on baseball. I mean, and then however long that, you know, takes, and then come back and, you know, finish my degree. Can you imagine your manager coming in? Brock, did you do your, e- you have some your homework. econ homework? <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> – I'm sure they wouldn't really care about that. <laughs> Today is the worst day to discuss academics. It's the day you're going to be drafted. Yes. You want to move on. You're like, I'm tired of American heritage. Yes. Like, yes. I did that. Like, I turned in my final. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Um, who's the most excited like in your family? Who's the one person that's like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. You know, it's kind of weird because it's – so my sister, uh, my sister Trisha is – you know, she is, like, research junkie. Like, she's just, like, you know, like, she wants to know everything. I mean, obviously my parents and my wife, but um, I think my wife is more just, like, nervous, like, sick. Like, she's like, oh, I'm so sick. Like, I don't know if it's ex- it's exciting, but it's also just, like, 
Where are we going to be yeah. living? He wants to know yeah. how high the balance on the credit card is going to be. So she's like, third round, let's go, let's go. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure, like, I would probably say, you know, it's hard to say who's most excited. Um, but I would say probably my wife is most nervous. The answer is us. We're the most excited. That's right, that's right. The answer is we are stoked. Yeah, we. I want to ask you about this past season with BYU baseball. It yeah. was one for the history books. You get to your first NCAA regional in 15 years. You win a game at the NCAA regional, eliminating a team. What was that experience like for you and the guys to uh, get back to that level for the first time in a while? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it's probably a little bit different for me just because I haven't been on the team as long. I mean, there's guys who, you know, came their freshman year and went on their mission and came back and, you know, are graduating. So, they probably have a little bit better idea, but because um, I mean, from my first year, that was that was the expectation. You know, we win our conference, we go to the regional. Um, but just knowing that, you know, yeah, obviously we didn't get the result we wanted in the regional. I mean, we obviously thought we could have done better, but I mean, just that breaking those barriers and you know, it's not like oh, can we win our conference or can we go to regional? It's you know, that's that's the expectation is to go to regional to win our conference, and and now like the next goal is you know to go to regional, win that regional, go to super regional. So I think for the program, for us as a, you know, as a team, that was, that was special. So um, I can't, you know, it was, it was exciting and it, it was fun. Today is a day that could validate all the work that you put in your entire life. Like this is a huge day. Um, if not today, tomorrow. W- when did you want to become a major or, or a professional baseball player? How old were you? Honestly, I was probably like four or five. You know, ever since I, you know, played baseball, that's as long as I can remember. I've always wanted to be a major leaguer. Like they ask you, oh, like what do you want to be? Like when you grow up, you know, major leaguer. You know, and it's kind of that's why it's kind of like surreal that like wow, like this moment's like actually like you know this is obviously like a part in the plan. You know, or part of the process. And it's like, um, yeah, it's 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 just like it's almost surreal that you know like. We're at this point, and, you know, that's what you're waiting for to kind of get that call and, like, hey, you know, like you have a chance to go play pro ball, and that's kind of like your door into, you know, making it to the major leagues. And so to me, it's 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 honestly a special moment for me. And uh, so it's it's really um, it's really humbling, like, just, you know, that, you know, that your hard work does pay off. And so I'm, I'm really excited for it. Batting 395 will do that. Yeah, it's amazing how that works. Uh, Brock, we are stoked for you as much as Trisha and your wife. We're, we're feeling the emotion. <laughs> Holly. Yeah. Holly. Holly yeah. is excited, yeah. I bet. We appreciate you coming in on uh, such a crazy day. And uh, let's give you some BOA Sports Nation karma. That's worked out for you in the past. Yeah, it has. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll take all the karma. <laughs> you haven't received a text or phone call during this conversation. I have received a text. I oh, okay. He's got to check it. He's got to check it, people. We've got to get out the Twitter mention. Let's see. What was it? You're going to have money to be able to fix that <laughs> oh screen, by the way. In a minute. Yeah, yeah. I got, well, I mean, I prefer to call it the Spider-Man edition, so it's a classic. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Dennis Pitta came in from the Ravens with a cracked screen. I was like, you signed a $32 million contract. <laughs> Why do you have a cracked phone screen? Brock, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having hey, me. Hey, good luck. Great Thank stuff. you. I good appreciate luck. it. Draft starts top of the hour. Up next, we go between the lines with Lauren Franken for a Father's Day special. A kid's takeover. Is the world ready for Jax and Jet and Venna? I'm ready for Lauren dancing. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store 
the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from the studio. Bizzle with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Did you know that, Jerem? I did know that. Okay. And if you missed it, Brock Hale did say he is leaning towards going in the draft. So Brock Hale sounds like likely gone, which isn't a surprise. He was too good. He was too good, so he left. And he was incredible all through the West Coast it was Conference wor- Tournament it was, and yeah. the regional. Yeah, it was he was, great. He was legit. Which current or former BYU athlete will be the next to make a significant professional jump? Brock Hale hoping that uh, he's in that conversation after today. Hey, this upcoming Sunday is Father's Day, which in our dream world means we get to be pampered, we get to sleep in, breakfast in bed, watch golf, enjoy our cute kids and have them tell us how fabulous we are. So why not begin the celebration for all fathers a little bit early and go between the lines? BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. Spencer, we are going to celebrate early, but today the kids are taking over. Jerem, Spencer, Brian, and Jason host BYU Sports Nation Monday through Friday. But today, their very cute offspring, in honor of their dads, are going to host BYU Kids Nation. BYU Sports Nation live today. We're going to do BYU Kids Nation, and we're going to show the dads how it's done. It's time for yoga and takeover. Yes, Mom! And Wendy. My name is Jackson Spencer. Is my dad. My my name is Jayton Yogan. Um, my dad. Who's your dad? Brian. And this is Jet. I'm Luke. I'm Brooke. I'm Mo. I'm Audrey. And we're, and Jason. we're Jason's, we're Jason's kids. kids. And we're Jason's kids. We on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. My dad took off his braces, and the BYU baseball team started to lose. My dad is still a top button guy. My dad thinks BYU will get into the Big 12. Boy! Big deal. No deal. Big deal or no deal? Your dads are on TV. Big deal. Big deal. Big deal or no deal? Your dad ran a 5-3-5 in the 40-yard dash. No deal. No deal, yeah. Whose dad's faster? Your dad? No, my dad is 35. (laughs) He's 35? (laughs) My my dad's 60. When your dad was a football player, they said he was 5'6", but he's really only 5'6". Or no deal? Yeah, big deal. Big deal? Is your dad tall or short? Short. Big deal or no deal? Father's Day is next week. Big deal. Big deal. Yeah. How come that's a big deal? Because it's true. Because it's really true. It really is true. Here's today's stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. There are only five days before Father's Day. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. What is your favorite thing about your dad? He's the best dad I've ever seen. Daddy loves me. Aww. He plays baseball with me, and he's the best dad I've ever seen, too. Well, we go to a lot of movies, like mainly superhero movies. When he does something with the boys, he always likes to make sure he does something after with the girls. He takes me to games. He 
takes me to swig. And he likes blue just like me. You always give away all the karma, so now it's time for us to give some karma back. Today's rising shout goes to our dads. Is that what he does? I don't know. I don't know what he does. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do with your dad? Play with him and play wrestle. And he tries very hard, but I'm too strong. Dad and I won. Daddy loses. You are the best dad and the most exciting dad I've ever seen. Oh, that's so good. What would you say to your dad? I'll say that too. His name's Ty Detmer. Tied that ball. Uh huh. Tied that ball. What's tied that ball? What? You guys better watch out because these guys are gonna take over your jobs. They are way cuter than you are. Thank you to everyone who came in for bringing all your kids in. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Thanks for your sacrifice and all you do. Make sure you join us next week on Between the Lines when we play You Laugh, You Lose with the offensive and defensive linemen on the football team. If you've missed any of our segments, go to our YouTube page, follow us on Twitter at BOU underscore BTL, and use the hashtag BOUBTL. Wow, I can't talk today. Let me just point out that Venna's little segment that we showed there at the end in the bloopers was about 10 minutes long. I don't doubt we it. We had to cut it down. She's like, and then we walked into a volcano, and then, but it's pretend. And then she had to keep making sure we knew it was pretend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also enjoyed that. That was great. That was, that was really funny. That was really funny. I, I like the format of doing the whole show, too. I like that Venna threw the football and then pointed. Yep. I that particularly enjoyed Jack's flexing his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that at least 10 times. I, well, I don't know where thing. he got I, He did not get that from me. I promise. I don't know. Big deal, no deal was also think, pretty accurate. You think I want to flex these? No. There's a reason we wear long sleeve shirts yeah. often. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were adorable. Cold. It was fun. That's it was, awesome. It was super fun. Well I'll done. babysit whenever you want. Well, the, really? Hey, yeah. hey, we're holding you to it. You just did it. You said it on national television. I like, mean, we are holding you to well, it. It's for the show's sake. I didn't really mean. <laughs> figure out wage. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure out compensation later. My whole goal is just to make you guys tear up. Did you tear up just a little bit? Oh uh, yeah, that was that Good. was the emotions are running I high. Was, aren't they? Yeah, I was I was hoping Venna wouldn't say anything crazy, but lo- luckily this was edited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing she I did destroyed the whole destroyed the whole earth. Yeah, really. Really. Thanks, Lauren, and everyone involved in putting that piece together. That was. And Jason uh, Shepard goes to superhero movies. Uh, I would have never thought yeah, that. That's I crazy. Never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks BYU is going to the Big Twelve. <laughs> 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 Pretty good stuff. All right. Which current or former BYU athlete will be the next to make a significant professional jump? Layton, Maybe it's five five Layton Brian Logan. Logan. I mean five six Brian Logan. <laughs> At EO Cowboy says Jamal Williams will make the biggest jump. He's new and hasn't proven anything, but be ready for fireworks. Stay with us. Between the Lines on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Martin's Collision Repair. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most.
Thanks to today's guest, Jacob Brugman, newest member of the Oakland Athletics and former BYU baseball Batcat. Brock Hale, hoping to be a former Batcat after today during the Major League Baseball draft. And a big thanks to Lauren Frankham and the BYU Between the Lines crew for putting together that Father's Day special. Yeah, that was awesome. Coming up this week, Mike Littlewood, baseball coach. Tyler Hawes, the all-time leading scorer at Brigham Young University. Jimmer Fredette, the former all-time leading scorer at Brigham Young University. And Phil Steele. Lots to get to. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Track and field. Jay Collinsworth, Collinsworth and Roy Linkletter were named first team All-Americans by the U.S. Track and Field Cross Co- and Cross Country Association. Six more Cougars earned second team All-American honors. Nine earned honorable mention. Cougars in the draft. Eric Mika worked out for the Atlanta Hawks over the weekend in a pre-draft workout. He is 82nd in the DraftExpress.com Top 100 NBA Draft Rankings updated this morning. NBA Draft set for a week from Thursday. Cougars in the Major League. Jacob Bregman joined us early in the program. He's back in action with the Oakland A's tonight at Miami, 710 Eastern. Bregman's batting 375 through four games. Cougars in the draft. The MLB draft continues today with rounds 3 through 10. Left-handed pitcher Seth Corey expected to be taken. He's a BYU signee. Corey is the 39th best remaining prospect, 105th overall according to MLB.com. BYU outfielder Brock Hale also joined us on the show today, and he expects to be drafted, hoping for a top 10 nod. Soccer. Ashley Hatch and Team USA's under-23 team defeated Sweden 2-1 yesterday at Sweden. Hatch scored the opening goal in the 18th minute. Cougars in the minors. Brennan Lund went one for four with a run batted in and a loss for the Inland Empire against the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. Are they the 66ers? Is that right? The Inland, the Inland Empire? Empire 66ers. Yeah, there you yep. go. Mm-hmm. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. For you need the most, DexterLaw.com. Who gets it today, Jerem? Jacob Brugman for making it to the majors, talking to us today. Also, Brock Hale and Seth Corey, the two BYU guys we hope are drafted today. Our elite tweet of the day, answering which current or former BYU athlete would be the next to make a significant professional jump from at KevRapBall30. Johnny Linehan, when he decides not to run on 4th and 19. Hey, I, I can get on board for that, though. Hashtag 4th and no more. That's right. Yeah, don't That's don't right. run on 4th and 19 from your own, too. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUS. Show on demand. Audio podcast on iTunes. Google Play and the TuneIn app. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout out to Carter Hagerman. We'll be back to work tomorrow at noon Eastern. Hopefully we're talking about a draft pick or two.